Cheer Soul with your turquoise angel guide, Catherine M. Lau, and her variety of guests on the Celestial Spoon, formerly Spiritual Destination. As an author and speaker about mental illness, Catherine has first-hand experience with mental and physical interactions and how spirituality plays a part in overcoming struggles. She utilizes her skills as a psychic medium and spiritual advisor to guide others to feel invigorated and empowered to go forward in their own struggles. Listen to inspirational conversations relating to sometimes difficult emotional journeys towards self-awareness and spirituality. These journeys brought positive effects toward her guests' mental and physical health and will inspire you to take action and create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. You will get the feeling of knowing these people during these relaxing conversations and want to follow them. Now, here's your host, Catherine M. Laub. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of The Celestial Spoon, and thank you for taking the time from your busy day to spend with us and learn about my guests. I hope you're enjoying the fall season and all nature has to offer. And I send prayers out to everyone in the world that is struggling because of Mother Nature's um, effects on us and anything else that you are struggling with. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any important information shared by my guests. You can find the link on my website, www.thecelestialspoon.com. Also, please share these shows with your friends so they can gain value from my guests. I am your turquoise angel guide, an award-winning author and speaker, advocate for mental health, a psychic and medium, and spiritual guide, along with being a wife, mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother. And I love spending time with all the little ones. I share my journey of healing and accomplishment after a suicide attempt in 2014 to inspire others to make themselves come first and listen to their inner voice. I offer spiritual guidance to help you through your struggles. I also do psychic readings and spiritual guidance for every aspect of your life. Please check it out on my website. We ask our spirit guides, loved ones, and angels to be present during our time together and to guide us through a wonderful conversation and help us share our visions with the world. Today, I am thrilled to be interviewing Vismaya Rubin about her gratitude practice. Michelle Vismaya Rubin is a best-selling author, speaker, educator, entrepreneur, and founder of Living in Gratitude Today. She learned that when we practice gratitude, we open the door for more happiness, joy, productivity, and stronger connections with the people around us. Now, she is on a mission to share the benefits of a gratitude practice, how to start one, and most importantly, how to maintain it during difficult times. 
I'm looking forward to learning more about Fismaya's journey and how she helps others with her gratitude because nowadays that is a big thing that we have to look at in our lives that any little thing that comes our way that's a positive, we have to reach out and have the gratitude to it. So hi, Ms. Maya. It's really great to have you. Welcome, and I'm excited to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here with you as well. Yes, and we met a couple years ago down in Florida at the Women's Prosperity Network, right? Yes, we did. Yes, and... I know that we're going to get a little bit more into detail, but you also have these wonderful gratitude products that you offer for sale. So we must get into that once we get going. Whenever you're ready. (laughs) Okay. So is there anything interesting going on with your family or anything? How's nature treating you down where you are? Well, I actually just got back to South Florida at 2 in the morning, actually around 2.30 this morning. I was in um, Alabama and in northern Georgia for the past few days, and it was for a Florida girl to be in the the cold and experiencing the change of, of the seasons and seeing the colors change and the leaves, it was absolutely magical. And um, one of the days when we were in northern Georgia, it was about to pour, or actually it had just poured, and the sky was like really, really gray. And all of a sudden we look up, because I was at a retreat, we look up and I saw the most beautiful rainbow that I have ever seen in my life. It was so vibrant. It, it was almost like you, a kid drew it with crayons. That's how bright it was. And then a few seconds later we looked up again, and there, you, there was a double rainbow. So that was, um, that was pretty magical. Definitely. And... I've only seen a double rainbow one time in my life, and that was down in Florida at Disney. Oh, wow. The most magical place in the world. Exactly. So for you to be at a retreat, for you to be at a retreat and for everybody to be able to enjoy that, that's wonderful. It was amazing. It was was absolutely amazing. That's great. And it's really interesting, actually, as, I pulled the card. Um, I'm working with the Archangel Michael card deck, and this one I think is really meant for everybody because it says positive thoughts create positive results. And on the card is Archangel Michael like he's flying up into the sky, and you have a rainbow of colors throughout the card. It's like <laughs> his, order, his aura has a rainbow be- going from one wing to the other as they arch up, and then it spreads out almost like a crown. And then it's like he's flying on a rainbow of stars. And it's amazing that we were talking about the rainbow. So it's meaning to me as um, having multiple things going on in your life and as we're going to talk about the gratitude to make sure that you pay attention to all those little things and to keep Archangel Michael in your life going forward, knowing that he's there supporting you on your journey. So I want to read the prayer on this one because, like I said, this is meant for everybody. Divine love and wisdom, I call upon you now. 
I know that my mind and emotions are eternally and continuously connected to you. I ask my higher self to be aware and conscious of the love and light that is within every person and every situation. And that's a perfect beginning of our conversation about gratitude and, and love. So let me pull another card which will be meant for you. Hmm. Thank now you. This one is very this one's very interesting because it says Forgive yourself, you've done nothing wrong. And this is showing an angel holding a child maybe about six to eight months old. And, ooh, I don't know how personal I could get when I'm talking with you. So do I Go have ahead. Yes. Absolutely. Did you lose a child? Did you lose no. a child? Did somebody close I, to you lose a child? My stepmother ha- my stepmother had miscarriages before one of my brothers was born. Oh, okay. Because I'm sensing that that child is around, and it's like that child is with you all the time. Have you ever sensed that? Not no. I, I, was it a boy That's or a girl? Okay. I'm sensing a girl. Okay. That's okay. So it's just something to think about, and if it seems like something clicks with you, you know, send me an email and let me know. But anyway, this is also about your nurturing side, that before you actually learned about the gratitude and all of that, as a child yourself, you learned that when you're thankful for everything, that life goes a lot easier. And I'm feeling like it's meaning something in ages like 8 to 12, somewhere in that range, that something happened and you thought it was your fault. But what what they're saying is it was something that was meant to happen and no, it wasn't your fault. So if you could think about it, and again, if you don't know what it is, let me know down the road. But you were a nurturing person from very early age. Do you recognize that? Yes, and um, I do, I do. I was, uh, my mother is bipolar, so there were a lot of times that I had to take care of things. And then I was also a teacher for 20 years. Oh, okay. Did you ever feel guilty because of your mother's situation? Not guilty. Mm -mm. Okay. So um, I will share I am also bipolar. And that's always part of my podcast and my message to everybody that if you are struggling with any kind of mental illness, depression, anxiety, and it becomes too much, definitely reach out for help because I went to the point of no return and that was the beginning of my up journey and becoming a positive person and learning that gratitude and everything positive is the best way to live my life. So we'll add as we're talking more about that. So I I understand what you went through being that your mother was bipolar and I feel that it made you a stronger person because you did have to take control. 
I agree. Okay. I agree. And in the card, I'm just getting the sense of, like, Italy or that area. Have you traveled there? Not Italy. I've studied in Spain. Spain, okay. Because that's what I'm, I'm sensing, something European, that you were there for a while and the countryside was beautiful where you were at. I was in the city for the most part, but it was it was stunning. Okay. So it's a beautiful message of bringing out everything positive in your life and everything that you've enjoyed. And as we go forward talking more about the gratitude, people will understand your journey of sharing gratitude and teaching gratitude. Is there anything you want to add to this card reading? I think I wanted to touch on something that you had said about when you were talking about being bipolar. May I say something about that? So yes, I, I think it was, you know, I think that it was, I love what you said about definitely seek out help and, and, and get professional help, have someone to talk to. But I think, you know, when we, when we talk about gratitude and we talk about our life and when we talk about things being difficult at times, um, what I have noticed, and I know I can do this also, is that when one thing is, is not right or not feeling good, you know, we tend to go, oh, my God, everything is horrible. Everything is horrible. When really what, what we need to learn to do or what we could learn to do is compartmentalize. And I think that that's really important to, to learn that how we can say, okay, this aspect of my life may not be going really well, but that doesn't mean that everything else isn't. Um, and I think that I don't remember what you said that triggered that, but I think that was a, that was a big aha for me to, to really pay attention to not collapsing everything that's not working into one big pile. Right. Does that make sense? That definitely makes sense because that's what I used to do. I Mm -hmm. used to have every little thing pile on top of each other, and all through that horror, I couldn't find the positive. Right. Once once I had my suicide attempt, which everybody, it was an answer to a prayer to help me feel better. And that was God's answer because he wanted me to share my story and let people know you can get past it. So, yes, it took me getting to that point to know that I had to look and make myself first and have the gratitude and reach out. So that's why I do this podcast is to spread that message and to let everybody know that you need to reach out and you need to make yourself number one. So, Vismaya, why don't we talk more about how you got involved with the gratitude journey and how you help others with it. So I think, you know, my whole life I've always felt that I was very lucky and that was the word I used. My, like I said, my mom was bipolar but and my parents got divorced when I was very young. But I always had these miraculous experiences. I always had opportunities that seemed to be presented to me that may not have been presented to everybody else. I mean, I remember you know, going to summer camps and spending, you know, two months at a program called High School in Israel, and then I went to summers abroad. So I always had a lot of opportunities and experiences. I was in Girl Scouts. I was in Brownies. um, And I always felt like I was very lucky in spite of the fact that, you know, my parents were divorced, my mom was bipolar, and 
you know, stuff like that. And then I guess as I got older, and it really, it was interesting because on 11-11-11, I went to a women's workshop and this young girl was sitting down and, you know, talking about how she keeps a box by her bed and she puts in her thoughts and her dreams and her prayers and her worries. And, and I had thought about it and I said, you know, that day I happened to do a little fall cleaning and I was th- looking through my stuff and I found some boxes of when I traveled and the idea came to me, and I said, well, my boxes are too small, and it kind of went away. And then a few days later, a friend of mine who had gone to this workshop with me said, you know, called me up, and she was having a really bad day, and something popped in my head, and I said, if you had a gratitude bag, you would really, you know, focus on what works versus all the stuff that doesn't. And that really started the journey, changing it from, you know, I'm lucky to I am grateful or living in a place of gratitude so I think it was I've always experienced gratitude but I didn't call it gratitude I called it luck and um yeah go ahead no it was so that that was kind of how that journey or how the whole idea of you know this living in gratitude today became came to play and uh, when I was teaching what I started to do towards the ending of my teaching career is that I would have my students keeping gratitude charts and they were you know 15 14 15 some of them were 13 they were in high school and when I said to them we were going to start keeping gratitude charts they thought I had lost my mind you know they were like we have nothing to be grateful for you don't know my life my life is horrible because they're teenagers and um the the only instruction I gave them was find I don't care you know whatever it is I want a list of 20 things at the end of the month. And then they would tell me, we're going to make it up. We're going to, you know, lie about things. I said, whatever it takes, but I want the list of 20 things. And then it was interesting because as the year progressed, what started to happen was, you know, and we constantly had conversations about gratitude. I would, you know, I would share with them. And I think this is what, what works so well is that I would share with them situations of my life that may not be so pleasant. But even in the midst of all of the turmoil, I was able to find these things that I was grateful for. And I think that is what really shifted things for them because I think sometimes when we get into the space of, oh, my God, this isn't working, somebody's sick, um, my car broke down, if you don't have, if you're not training your brain to find the good stuff in the middle of all of that chaos, you can really go downhill. But if you're training your brain to look for all the good juicy pieces, you really can find some amazing opportunities or amazing um, little gems that happen when life is chaotic, when life is crazy, when life feels like it's in turmoil. And that's really what you were sharing when you said that, you know, you had a suicide attempt and then, you know, look at the beauty that came out of it. Now you're sharing your story with people. You're, you're really being an open book so that people who are experiencing either mental illness or suicide can say, well, you know what? Look at look at Catherine. She this is the path that she was on, and now maybe I can go there. So I I, I commend you for that. I think that that's pretty awesome. Thank you. And that was my calling. It's amazing because you know most of my life I looked at well, you have to be a family member, raise your children, and everything. But once they were out of the house, and I I learned and and fell into the spiritual path. I thought it was only going to be spirituality, and then God had this total turnaround for me, and he wants people to know that we want to rid the stigma of mental illness, 
and make the world a happier place. So thank you for sharing that about me. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. So um, how can people actually start their gratitude practice? I think, you know, we started to talk about that a second ago when we said, when the first thing I said is, if you're having a bad day, compartmentalize. And I think that's, you know, that's the first thing. Don't let everything collapse. But then I think it's very simple. Really set your alarm to go off every few hours. And uh, when your alarm goes off, stop for a second, take a deep breath, and then look back on the past few hours and ask yourself, did somebody... You know, who or what did something nice for me? Did I do something nice for somebody else? Did I do something nice for myself? Did I try something new? Um, Did anything make me smile? Did I accomplish a little piece of my goal? Like really take a look at the past few hours and and ask yourself if anything, even if it was, you know, I only took one bite of the chocolate cake instead of five or I you know, I parked my car a little bit further and I got ten steps in, whatever it is, Start to pay attention to those little things. And then, you know, worst case scenario is nothing happened in that past few hours, and guess what? It's perfect because you get to do it again a few hours later. And I think that's key is realizing that it's a gratitude practice and that we get to, you know, there, there's no, it's not a gratitude perfection. It's gratitude practice. So we get to decide what our gratitude wins are on a regular basis. And, like, it could be something very small. You know, it could be something tremendous or it could be just like I said you know I I substituted the chocolate cake for an apple today you can see where I'm going with this (laughs) (laughs) with my chocolate cake I did that last last night (laughs) yeah and I I think that we needed and I think that's very interesting because we can really train our brain to look for the good stuff and people say, you know, ask me all the time, you know, they say, well, how do you train your brain? And, and, I, and the first thing I would say to them is if somebody calls your name and you're in a crowded room, what would you do? You automatically think it's you that they're calling. Exactly. You turn around, you look, you, you want to see who's calling out your name, you, you know, you pay attention because our name is something we're taught that's important to us. Mm. So when we're in that situation... We pay attention to it because, like I said, our name is important to us. Well, if you tell your brain to look for all the good stuff in your life and you really tell it to focus on what works, you start to see those things that are tiny little things that become magical things. You know, you start to pay attention to the person who smiles at you at the grocery store or when somebody opens the door for you. Or, you know, I remember dropping my a set of headset uh, headphones and coming back to my car and have somebody having them placed nicely on my mirror so that I could see them when I got into the car. Or just all these, all these little miracles you start to notice because you have told your brain that that's important to you. And you know, it helps you attract the thing. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know if you um, have read E Squared or E... Um, what is her name? I just... I just uh, Pam Grout. One of the things Not that she yet. says is, she's, she's phenomenal. One of the things she says is, wake up every day and declare today is going to be a magical day. And, yeah. you know, if magical is not your word, put whatever word in, you know, great day, fabulous day, wonderful day. 
But really, it's very interesting because as soon as we declare that, you get to hear your mind monkeys and you get to pay attention to what goes on. Um, do you mind if I share a quick story? Go ahead. So in June, actually in May of this year, I was taking care of my uncle who was, he had Parkinson's and dementia. And I was his caregiver for a month. And during that time, my goal was to give him at least one moment of gratitude every day where he's able to step out of whatever he's dealing with and find something that just makes him smile, that makes him feel good, that allows him to forget that he's in pain or that he's, you know, dealing with what he's dealing with. And I remember waking up and, um, and being a caretaker was the hardest, caregiver was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, and I remember waking up and, and going, today is going to be a magical day. And then all of a sudden I heard the voice in my head go, are you kidding me? Do you realize where you are? Do you realize the situation you're in? And blah, 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 blah. Who says it's going to be magical? And I, really, and, and I had to almost say out loud to myself, shut up. Mm. Like, shut up. Like, to the voices that were going on in my head, like, enough. And when I consciously was able to tell those voices to be quiet, I was able to take control and declare that today was going to be a magical day. And I don't remember all the details, but I do remember that at the end of the day that it actually was a magical day and that something happened. And I don't remember if that was a day that we had walked outside and saw this beautiful cardinal or he, we, we played music and he was just in a very lucid space, which was, was wonderful. But, but we have the power to decide. And I think that it really takes practice, you know, and, and sometimes if it's not so easy in the beginning, we're, e- we're ready to give up. And it just takes practice. Yes. And I love the way that you said to set the alarm because we get involved in what we're doing during the day and we don't think about it. But I do want to share because my angels keep on telling me to share this also as something to look for. If you recognize that you're seeing repeating numbers constantly, most of the numbers are 111, and that lets you know that the angels or a loved one is around you. Even if you notice numbers that make you think of something positive, that would be something for gratitude. And if you hear something on the radio or see and hear something on the TV, that would be something to give thought to as, oh, I'm grateful that I saw that or I'm grateful that I heard that because we we just seem to look at everything else that's going on right in our vicinity. We don't think outside the box. So Mm -hmm. my angels wanted everybody to know that. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. You know, start to pay attention to those little things that we – and I think that that's what happens when you start to to really tell your brain to look for the good you pay attention to. Those, those signs that, like you were talking about, the numbers. Or for me lately, it's been cardinals, like seeing cardinals everywhere I go because um, I've read that cardinals are a sign that a loved one that has departed is close by. And it, it, it's just been, for me, the, since I think it was probably since May when I was taking care of my uncle, cardinals have been everywhere for me. Uh-huh. And then one day I was on a walk with my uncle that we happened to, it was a really, he was having a really great day. And I said, let's go for a walk around, around the lake where he was living. And he says, okay. So I was pushing him in his wheelchair. And if I tell you, it was almost like five feet in front of me, 
there were two cardinals on this one tree, and it was it was amazing. So, so is your father passed? My dad died in in January. Yes. Okay. So one of those cardinals cardinals was your father, and would it be your aunt also that would have been with him? Yes. So that's who the two cardinals are. So know that they've been there all along and they're, they're by your side and letting you know that, have the gratitude that they're there. That's wonderful. I get that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, my father shows up often for um, one of my sisters, my mother, and myself. And we see cardinals all the time. And it's mm. like, out of the blue, they're just there, you know, and it's beautiful. So um, are you able to recognize that yourself, that who, who it may have been? I, I had that feeling that it was both of them. Um, huh? I, I did have that feeling. Okay. Because I know sometimes when I tell people, it's like, oh, but they're already intuitive, so they knew that. So at that at that why, point I did know that one. <laughs> okay, very good. And you know, for everybody, like Maya was saying, that um, you know all these different things. The cardinals know that it's a loved one that's there with you. You may not recognize who it might be. It could be somebody that just passed recently, or ten, twenty years ago. But just know that it's somebody reaching out, letting you know that they're there to support you. So, Ms. Maya, I wanted to ask you, because when I was reading your bio, I read it as Michelle Vismaya Rubin. So, why, <laughs> yeah. why do you use your middle name? Actually, it's not even my given middle name. So, Michelle is the name that my nice Jewish parents gave me, and Vismaya is the name that I received when I went to India when I was 28. And when I came back, I went to massage school, and the teacher said, well, what do you want to be called? And I said, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm starting a new chapter. Let's go with Bismaya. So I didn't officially change my name or legally change my name because, you know, in, in the Jewish religion, you're, the people that are from Eastern Europe are, are named after somebody who had passed away, and I'm named after my dad's father. So I didn't, I never wanted to legally change my name. But I love what Bismaya means. It means surprise or wonder. And I love to go through the world and, and really be open to see all of the surprises and gifts that I receive. That's beautiful. I love that. That was a great decision to make. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. So what are some popular misconceptions that people have about thinking in the gratitude way? You know, I think we talked about that a little bit. I think first that people don't realize that you can train your brain to look for the good. I think that's one thing that people always say to me, you know, well, how do you do that? How do you do that? And I said, well, you know, and it's interesting because I've had conversations with people where they're going on and on and on and on about how life is horrible. And trust me, I can complain with the best of them. So I'm not putting myself on a pedestal to say that I don't do that because I can. And I have been known to do that. But I think that, you know, one of the things I do when people are, are in that space is I say, tell me something good that happened today. 
and it really just shifts their thinking and they really and, and they can find something good and i think the other you know big myth is that we can't be sad and grateful at the same time and i think that that has really been some of the biggest blessings for me is that when i'm going through really traumatic times or sad times or difficult times in in my life i've been able to find those moments of of gratitude those moments where I see that I'm being, I'm given a gift, you know, and, and the one that always comes to mind and is that when my aunt was in the hospital and she, she was in the, we, we couldn't get her out of the hospital and um, she had kicked out my uncle. She kicked out my, my cousin. She kicked out my cousin's, you know, wife at the time and said, you know, stay here. And she asked me to stay with her for a minute. I said, okay. And she said to me, will you help me with my bedpan? And in my head, I thought to myself, well, why didn't she ask her daughter-in-law? You know, mm, yep. so I helped her with the bedpan. I, you know, I did everything I had to do. And then when I get back in my car and I start driving home, I, I had to pull over because I was in tears. I mean, like just, it was a waterfall. And I realized that what she said to me without using words was, I trust you. Yep. And that for me was, you know, and I knew she was dying and I knew this was, you know, that it wasn't getting any better at this point, but I was like, what a gift she gave me. And that was, you know, those were the kind of little things that I would receive on a regular basis, you know? So it's really, it's when we are in those spaces of feeling sad, keep your eyes open because you never know what will come out. You never know what you'll see. Uh And that's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that too, because it's, it's something that people don't recognize. They say, oh, that's really strange, you know, and they they just leave it at that, saying, oh, it's just strange. So, um, right. mm-hmm. you know, you have great examples that people can really look into things. And I wanted to get back to talking about your products because something um, when I asked you a question on my questionnaire, you said that some don't get the power of the shirt message until they wear it. So can you explain a little bit about that so people understand? Yes, 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 yes. So I have a shirt that says hashtag grateful, and then at the bottom it says living in gratitude today, and then I have one that says hashtag blessed or hashtag breathe. But the one that I wear the most is hashtag grateful, and it's so interesting because wherever I go, if I'm paying attention, I would notice that people are like, hey, what's up, grateful? I mean, there, a couple of weeks ago I was at the grocery store and, you know, one of the things that I like to put in practice is when I'm in line, instead of looking at my phone, I like to look around or talk to people or talk to the cashier. And I don't always do this, but in, I, in this particular day I'm on my phone and I said, wait a minute, practice what you preach. So I put the phone down. The second I looked up, this man walks by me and he's like, what's up, grateful? And he comes over and he high-fives me. And it's really interesting because it shifts not only the energy of your energy, but it also shifts the energy of the people around you. And, um, you know, one day in particular, I was visiting my dad at the hospital, and again, this was, we knew that things weren't looking so great. And my brother and I went down to the cafeteria, and we were kind of like in a, we weren't in a great mood. And... um, we ordered our food, we're in line, we're paying for it, and the, the cashier looks at me and she's like, well, hello, great, you know, hello, grateful. 
And I just, it completely shifted my energy. You know, it really made me stop and and smile for that second. And, um, you know, it's not just a shirt. It becomes your superpower. It it stops you when you want to start, you know, bitching and moaning. And then you look down and you go, wait a minute, I have a shirt that says grateful on. I can't do that. (laughs) Yeah. It's always, uh, it's kind of fun. Yes. And I I know that, um, you know, people will be staring at you and sometimes it's like, what are they staring at? And then you realize you're wearing the shirt that said something and, and then, you know, I, I, it's the same thing as walking past somebody and their head stands to the ground and you say hello to them and their head goes up. Right. You know, and you give that person the gratitude. And yeah. um, it, it's interesting because today, I didn't know that today was World Kindness Day. Mm-hmm. And which today we're recording um, November 13th. And last night I was watching a Hallmark movie, which was a Christmas one, and there was an older woman sitting at a table saying that she wanted to point out to everybody that they were um, recognizing this man that was retiring as a community doctor. And she says the biggest thing that she wanted people to know is the kindness. And it was like, oh, my God, I filmed that clip to put on Facebook not knowing today was World Gratitude Day. So um, well, yeah. World Kindness Day. Well, yep. So I did post it today. And, you know, it's funny how things fall into place like that. And just those little messages, how they spread the word, you know. Yeah, it's you always know. interesting. It, it, you never know who you're going to touch or what you're going to the the power of a smile or the power of a kind word or just paying attention to somebody. You never know how that will shift their day. Right. And like you said, the cashier was looking at you, but at the same time, I've seen where cashiers have seen a little bit in a bad mood. So I would find something to compliment them and say, oh, I love your shirt or I love your headband, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it brightens their day, and the people on mine behind me get to have a better cashier. <laughs> right, exactly, and it's and it's something simple. Right, exactly, and that, you know that's what I'm all about is spreading the love and making the world a better place, one person at a time, and and you know having my guests like you share how you do that. So yes. I also want to touch upon. Um, you created a book, and it's going to be releasing soon? It's going to the printer on Friday. I'm very excited, and it's a gratitude journal. And the whole idea is to write down every day what did it, your gratitude wins. You know, who or what made a difference for you? What did I do for myself? Um, did somebody do something nice for me? Did I do something new? Or did I do something nice for somebody? And then really what makes you smile? And that's just a guideline. It can be anything. It can be anything that made you, you know, go, wow, that was awesome. And then the other part of it, which is kind of cool, is that there are um, each day there are little action steps that you can take so that if you're in a space where you go, nothing works and my life isn't great and everything is horrible, all you have to do is look at some of the action steps. And if you do at least one of the action steps, you know that you're going to shift, you know, you're going to have one moment of gratitude. And sometimes that's, you know, where you start. Do one. Do one thing that will make you smile or feel good. And then the last part that's really cool is that there are different um, business owners who have put in a public service announcement inside of the journal, so that, and then they're offering a free gift to each 
person who who purchases the journal. But the main the main thing about it is that it's a journal where you're actually writing down only good things. It's not like a regular journal where you get to vomit everything you're thinking. This is solely uh-huh. for positive, good, juicy, delicious things that have happened to you. And that sounds wonderful because that's what we need. Don't write down everything. Look for the good. Yeah. I love it. So do you have a release date for that? Um, I believe I have to double check because, you know, next week is Thanksgiving, so it should be available right after Thanksgiving. Um, I'm not exactly sure how many days it will take for them to print it, but it should be here right after Thanksgiving. Okay, so if you share with me the date that it's going to be released, I will share that out, and I will make sure that my community learns about it and thank you. Thank you very much. I'll let I'll let you know on Friday what how long they tell me it will take. Okay, that sounds great. So I'll help you with your campaign of getting that out because it's really Thank an you. important thing for people to um, to work with, especially right now that it's the holidays. It's very hard to find the gratitude because now we're looking, especially like me, like where am I going to get the money to buy Christmas presents? And right. you know, other people looking at the same type of thing. So you get depressed about it, but I look at it as an opportunity to create new things because I'm a, um, a crafter. So I'm right. going to go through my stuff and decide, well, what can I make for each person instead of, oh, my God, I can't buy anything, you know? And so I think it's also, be- you know, I, and I agree with you. I think sometimes that we get so caught up in buying and doing stuff like that rather than maybe creating an experience or having a – and I think that that's, you know, one of the things I do with my nephews. I don't buy them toys and all that other stuff because everybody else does. But I always uh-huh. try and give them an experience, even if it's coming to my house and baking cakes or going to the beach or going to a park. Or It's not always about, you know, how much money I spend with them. It's always, you know, I, I like to create something different. Right, and that's what they remember. And um, we used to have a tradition, I have five siblings, and when my father was alive, we always got together my sisters and we made cookies all day long. And then we all That's just awesome. the cookies. So that kind of drifted, not too many go there anymore, but I have three of my own adult children that we're trying to coordinate a date in the next few weeks that we can make our own cookie day and enjoy with the little ones. So that's one big thing that we try to do. And that's of course, awesome. You know, then you have the holiday itself, but like you said, you make it what you know, whatever you can that people will remember the, the time together. So I, I love that you do that for your nephews. That's wonderful. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because at this point, the things that I need, like I, I need a new computer because mine's about to, to, to <laughs> burn out. But those are not the things that people are going to end up, you know, those are not the things that people are looking to buy as gifts. And I don't need anything is my point. There's nothing I need. I'd rather have an experience or to hang out or let's, you know, do something where we're together that we can laugh and make memories or I don't need any more things. I have so many things that I'm trying, you know, I need to get rid of things because, but really like how do we create a, a moment that we can just enjoy each other? Yes, and in fact, um, 
my middle child has been through a lot of turmoil in her life the last several years. And because of it, we haven't been in contact too much. But I was just thinking yesterday that I was grateful that the last two weeks she started reaching out to me. And it's like, wow, this is wonderful. Because the turmoil is past her, and she could think a little bit clearer. So I'm grateful that I finally get to talk to her, and we're, we're planning a dinner together in the, in the next week or so. so That's awesome. Now, yeah, exactly. It was like I only have two children, although I have four stepchildren. So, right. <laughs> but, you know, I I talk mainly about the things that I plan with my three children. Um, but of course, I, I love visiting with my four adult um, stepdaughters and all of their families because we're all one big family. Right. I, I hear you. I have a stepmom, too. I've known my stepmom since I was three. And it's funny because there are times that people don't realize that she's my stepmother. Right. Yes. Well, some people do realize because my oldest stepdaughter is only 10 years younger than me. So it's kind of hard to explain that one. (laughs) I hear you. They're 50 down to 30. Oh, wow. Yeah, and um, we have 15 grandchildren. Another one is on his way. Uh, He's due November 29th. And then we have two great-grandchildren and one more coming in March. So we have a large family, and, again, being grateful for family is really a great thing because you get to enjoy each other and, and, you know, do lots of things together. Yep. So um, awesome. I want to shift back. To, I want to shift back to um, books because um, I know that you were in Journey, Journey to the Stage, Volume One. I didn't know you were in the second time. You're in Volume Five, and I'm in Volume Two. So did you write only yeah. about gratitude in both of them? Yeah, you know what? I'm in Volume Two, not Volume One. Volume Two and Volume Five. So we might be in the same oh, okay. one. Okay. Yeah. I um, if I put one that was that was incorrect. It was it was number two and number five. Okay. Um, I remember in the last one what I put was about uh, creating how I ended up going from teaching to the space where now I talk on stages, and really it was about um, trusting myself enough to make that big jump. You know, Steve Harvey has this whole little thing that he he talks about in life you got to take jumps and it's going to be bumpy and it's going to you know you're going to get bruises along the way and cuts and and but if you don't jump you're going to be in the same place you were next year you'll be in the same exact spot and I think for me one of the things you know that was was really important is that I'm always talking to my students about how you have to you know life is about taking chances and going for what you want and and having those moments where you know just instead of, you know, staying in the same space all the time, go for the things you want. And I knew that it was time for me to leave the school system. And if I wasn't, if I didn't take that jump, I would really not be telling them the truth. And I would be telling them to do something that I wasn't willing to do myself. And I don't, and I don't like to, I think you need to be an example, or I needed to be an example. So 
in June of 2017, I told them I was taking a leave of absence and I'm still on a leave of absence, but I will ultimately put in my paperwork to resign. Okay. Yep. Well, you have you have a big message that needs to be spread, and, and you know, you can't be confined in that type of um, atmosphere. Right. Yeah. So that's wonderful. Again, um, everybody, that is Journey to the Stage, and they have several volumes where this Meyer and I are both in Volume 2, and they talk about, like she said, that it's our journey to the stage. And at the time, I was not doing my podcast or being on stages or anything. And I spoke to Nancy, Nancy Matthews, who is the publisher, um, the, the organizer, and I said, but I'm not talking on stage. She says, the whole world's a stage. And it turned, exactly. my, outlook, yeah, it turned my outlook around like, wow, I didn't think of that. It's wonderful. <laughs> But we're running low on time, and I wanted to read um, a couple of your testimonials and um, then talk about where you live and a little bit about your products. So, okay. Ms. Rubin, okay, I used to think so neg negatively about myself to the point where I couldn't think about being wanted or needed. I hated trying on clothes or even looking in the mirror. You helped me overcome that by making me keep gratitude charts and say affirmations. <clears throat> Excuse me. The gratitude charts helped me see myself and the world in better light. I really want to thank you for this opportunity to be your student. And then also, someone recently shared that I was a hero, her hero. Ms. Maya, you have taught me how to find the good in the most difficult situations. Every time I talk to you, I feel better, and when I apply that, you, that you, I apply what you share with me, that feeling lasts. Thank you for practicing what you preach. And that's a big part of the message, too, that we do practice what we pre preach, and that's what makes it so easy to help other people gain our trust and follow our messages. So those are wonderful testimonials, and, and thank you for sharing them with me, Ms. Maya. You are um, very welcome. So besides selling your products and talking on stage, do you, how do you work one-on-one -on -one with somebody? Um, we're putting something into place right now. If people want to have a conversation, I'm open to having a conversation. Um, I'm going to do maybe some group coaching, but right now one-on-one -on -one is not necessarily something I'm, I'm up to doing. Um, I okay. may put together a group challenge, I think, is what, what's coming up next, is how do we, like a seven-day challenge or a 21-day challenge where we're getting people to just write down what they're grateful for, you know, how, or, and, and putting it together like on a Facebook group so that way there's accountability. I haven't really worked out the details yet, but that seems like um, is what pe that seems like things that people are asking for, so we may do something like that. Okay. I'm going to, I'm that. actually in the, yeah, I'm actually um, working right now with, um, you know, her Sandra Hainsworth. We're going to put yes. together a, like a fun challenge, you know, like how do we find fun in our life and add fun to our life? Um, because sometimes, you know, especially during the holiday season, we forget to have fun. We forget what it's all about because we're caught up on what am I going to buy and how am I going to buy this and how am I going to afford it and da 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 da, -da and, 
And really, you know, it's about having fun and it's about spending time together and it's about, you know, at least that's what it is for me. Yes. And I'm in the same boat. Like, I, you know, what do I buy everybody? And I'm like, and it's not that I don't like to give gifts, but I don't like to buy things just to buy them. Yes. And that's what it has actually come to. It's sad, but people will start listening and recognizing that, yes, let's make it an event instead of a gift. I love that idea. Yeah. Before... So, um, Maya, can you share with our listeners where they can get more information about you and especially your products and share what products that you have? Yes. So they can find me at Living in gratitudetoday.com um, and I have gratitude bags where they're little pouches where you can actually write and they have cards inside and a pen and you write down what you're grateful for and you carry that with you. I have, like I, we talked about the shirts, I have hashtag grateful, hashtag blessed, hashtag breathe. I also have um, some affirmation bracelets which have really cool little sayings on them and they are very affordable. There's three for five dollars. They're super affordable, and they're great little stocking stuffers or gifts or just reminders to, you know, to whatever the one your favorite saying is. I have some that say "Happy, joyous, and free." I have one that says, you know, what the caterpillar thought. Just when the caterpillar thought that life was over, it turned into a butterfly. Um, I have all sorts of different ones. So it's just an opportunity for you to wear something that reminds you on a regular basis to to stay in a space of gratitude. I love and now it. I have the journal coming out. <laughs> yes. We will share when that comes out because that's yeah. I love that whole idea, that whole concept. And um, how many people are actually going to, contributing to that book? Between uh, 45 and 52. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have a variety of um, people putting their own take on gratitude. So I'm looking forward to learning about it, you know, each of them too. Um, yeah, and it's, you know, it's interesting because all the free gifts they're giving, they're just, it's going to be super fun when whoever gets it because they're getting the journal plus they're getting all of these free gifts that are really awesome from different people. And that's, that's a great way to do it because some people look and say, I really could use this, but I don't know where to find it. And then when they find out they could get it for free, they're like, oh, this is wonderful. So thank you for doing that too. You are very welcome. It's been a long, a long process. And, it, you know, and this is where I had to learn to be kind to myself because I thought it, you know, I wanted it to go super fast and be super fast. And, it's taken me a little bit longer than I wanted it to, but it's been a phenomenal process and a learning experience, and when it comes out, it's going to be awesome. Yes, exactly. That is, that is wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. So, Rishmaya, what is the most important thing that you want our listeners to take away today? <sighs> I think the most important part is, number one, the choice is yours. So, you know, we get to choose what space we're in, and I know that that is not always what people want to hear, but really what we focus on expands. You know, what we put our – where our energy goes, you know, our attention flows, basically, wherever, whatever we focus on is really what we start to attract. 
and we start to notice. And even when life is difficult, we can find things to be grateful for, but you've got to train your brain to look for the good things. You've got to really, especially when you're in a space of, or a funk or life isn't feeling so great, you have got to really do the work. And the work is set that alarm clock to go off or, or have an accountability buddy or, you know, really look for things to be grateful for. Start your day saying, today is going to be a magical day. And I think the, the most important thing to, to, to realize is that you have control. Even when you don't feel like it, you have control. Yes. Perfect ending. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. So thank you, Vishmaya, for sharing with us today. And I really enjoy, enjoyed learning your outlook on um, gratitude and especially that you were able to share some of the stories that you can turn around and let people know that you found the good in them. So thank you again for being with us. You are very welcome. Thank you for having me, you know, and, and really thank you for for your openness and sharing your story because I think that that's really important that that you have a platform for people who are experiencing um, the feeling feelings of suicide or feelings of just frustration and and who are you know who are mentally ill and and don't always know how to how to get out of that space so thank you for being so open with you know your experience and your journey because I think that that makes a difference for people. Thank you for sharing that. That's beautiful. I appreciate it. So everyone listening, very welcome. thank you so much for your time and listening to everything that this Maya had to share. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any important information shared by my guests. You can find the link on my website, www.thecelesc.com. T-I-A-L-S-P-O-O-N.com, The Celestial Spoon. Also, please share these shows with your friends so they can gain value from my guests. You can download a free report on overcoming stress on my website. And if you would like me to speak at your event, you can contact, contact me at Catherine at CatherineMLab.com. If you're interested in a psychic reading or coaching with me, you can find information on my website also. We can talk on the phone, through Skype, email, or if you're local to Central Suffolk County, New York, in person. And again, you can find Vismaya at Living in Gratitude Today, L-I-V-I-N-G-I-N, G-R-A-T-I-T-U-D-E, T-O-D-A-Y dot com. This is Catherine Lab. Have a wonderfully blessed day. Thank you for listening to our conversation. We hope that you found the discussion to be rewarding and inspirational, and you take action to create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. If you liked this episode of The Celestial Spoon, please listen again next time to learn more about how spirituality has guided others to advance their lives. We wish you the best on your personal journey.